The Dental Brief is brought to you by Omni Premier Marketing and the amazing guests who bring wisdom and advice that you can put to use to take your business and practices to the next level. Find us on Facebook and join the conversation. Get ready to grow because we are kicking off the next episode in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. I'm so excited to have our guest today. It's been a busy day and we have another terrific guest coming up. Um, I have with me on the program, Debbie Bitke, who's a registered dental hygienist. Uh, Debbie, say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so so great to have you here. Thanks for taking the time to meet with us today. Uh, Debbie, I want to talk to you first uh, about your journey to becoming a hygienist and then from going from hygienist to where you're at now, um, yes. which we'll jump into. But tell me, how'd you get into dentistry? How'd you become a hygienist? <laughs> well, I was only 12 years old. We had career day coming up. And I grew up in Los Angeles. My dad was reading the view section of LA Times. And on the front page was a dental hygienist. My dad said, this would be a great career for you, Debbie. You love to talk and you'll have a captive audience. They've got their mouths open. So I did my project for career day on dental hygiene. And then I we had a field trip and I chose to go to USC. And uh, the dream never ended. It became reality. That's uh, terrific. Um, I think that's really uh, cool. It started at career day. I tell dentists all the time, you know, if you're looking to get into the community, go to these career days. Uh, what a great way to meet people in the community, find patients, and also give great information to oh. uh, kids about the dental industry and, and working as an assistant, a hygienist dentist, what have you. Um, so from dental hygienist, how long did you uh, practice for as a hygienist and clinic? Well, I hate to say this. It seems like just yesterday, but it was 1985. Okay. And I worked full time. I love being around people. I love meeting people. So I love and enjoy seeing new patients. And then I established great relationships with my patients. I have mainly worked in Orange County, California. And since 1985, here we are in 2023, I still work at least one day a month because I want to walk my talk. I work with dental hygienists to optimize the hygiene department, and I want them to know that I understand what they're going through. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I know you are working and helping build better uh, hygiene departments across the country. Tell me, what are some of the issues and problems today that uh, hygienists are coming to you with, dentists are coming to you with, mm -hmm. that they, they need help fixing? Well, it's, it's really sad. They come to me because they know their hygiene department is underproducing. You know, since the pandemic, which is mm -hmm. three years ago now, hygienists, are far and few between it's hard to find a hygienist and when you do find a hygienist they do want a lot more money than what they were paid four years ago sure and then the production numbers with insurance taking over and being in so control and so many of these dental practices are insurance driven they can't meet their needs financially right so they're calling me because they realize that the hygiene department is a loss leader and Patrick, the hygiene department should be one of the main profit centers of your dental practice. When I look at the numbers, what's happening is profi, 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 we're just cleaning teeth. Yep. Patrick, in dentistry, it's not about cleaning teeth. It's not about treating a tooth. Why we do what we do, and this is where passion and enthusiasm and 
why you keep doing what you're doing in the dental office is because we are helping our patients live a longer, healthier life. That's sure. what it's about. Yep. And you're right. You know, I see it all the time. I see it on social media. I see the question come up all the time. Like, I get reimbursed this much for my insurance. This hygienist wants to get paid this much money. I can't afford to do it. Right. And they are looking at it as a loss leader. And sometimes that may be okay to be a, a loss leader, but it doesn't have to be. It absolutely doesn't have to be. As a matter of fact, it can be way to, to a way to significantly increase production and profitability and yes. practice, right? Awesome. So let's let's talk about that. What are some ways that that most practices are kind of falling short in this area? And what are some ways that they can turn that around and, and make hygiene more profitable for them? Well, one of the things that I created almost probably about eight years ago was a down to a science time management formula. Mm. We feel like we're running on a treadmill. I, I ex have experienced that. And because we're not cleaning teeth, I created four different areas of that one hour hygiene department. And throughout that, we're doing rapport building, data collection, we're doing a treatment planning, although hygienists can't diagnose in most states, we're at least showing our patients what we see. If there's right. outstanding treatment, we have an opportunity to show them what's happening and why we need to get this taken care of sooner than later. In that first part, I talked about rapport there. That's yep. where I teach how to understand without asking how do you understand what that patient values? They value time, money, huge, uh, aesthetics, health, and many people don't want pain. Right. So it's during that first part of the appointment, the moment you say hello, you're getting a feel subliminally what's going on with this patient. And there are certain questions I teach, especially when it's a new patient, just getting to know the patient, you can understand pretty easily what do they value it's one of those areas so then when you get to the treatment planning phase you're speaking about benefits because it's valuable to them then we've got about 20 minutes of actual scaling of the teeth and polishing see hygienists are thinking that the whole time is scaling and polishing to right. clean teeth but remember that data there's data collection in the beginning that's our assessments. Do they have disease or health? Yeah. And that's where we get more production and we're not on a treadmill. We're taking our time to get to know the patient and do what's best for them, which is help them live a longer, healthier life and treat disease, prevent disease. Yeah, I'm gonna tell a secret here. Um, some dentists, um, <laughs> are a little bit introverted. And hygienists, that does seem seem to be a little bit more extroverted. It does seem yeah. that way, but not not always. So right. if you're more of an introverted dentist, um, I think you and I would both agree, and I think most listeners would agree that, you know, hygienists can build the rapport, can build the relationships with the patient, and that's a big part of what they do. But if you're kind of introverted yourself, how do you build them up and how do you lead your hygienist? And what are some tools out there, maybe some books or some things that they can do oh. to become better ambassadors to become better brand ambassadors to build more trust uh, with their patients and, and that sort of thing. Okay, so you you can't change an introvert overnight. Sure. But the hygienist, I think the hygienist, like we're having a conversation right now, Pat, 
trick. Let's imagine we're having coffee yeah. right now. Sure. And then your colleague comes over and is standing next to you. What happens next? Do you just ignore the colleague? We bring yeah. them into the conversation, right? Right, right. yeah, of course. And yeah. That's ex this is exactly what needs to happen, Patrick. The hygienist is with the patient. They've established rapport. They know what's happening. Now, after the 20 minutes or during the 20 minutes, even during the 20 minutes of cleaning and polishing the patient's teeth, doctor can slip into the room and the hygienist is going to bring doctor into the conversation. You know, what was, what did we discover about Patrick today, when I first sat him in the chair, did his daughter get married? Is he going to Europe this summer? And I'm bringing doctor, I'm kind of guiding doctor to get out of his shell. Right. Now, one thing that I do, I'm a hygiene consultant, but I believe that each one of us has the ability to bring out, we can bring out leaders in each other. There is one of, well, some of the offices I've worked with have really, really grown. And a lot of the doctors have now moved on to sell their practice and enjoy retirement. This book, Get a Grip, I just happen to have it on my desk because I've yep. been talking about it. Nina Wickman, yep. easy read. Sometimes what we'll do is we all, each team member has certain areas of that book and then we meet and talk about it because it's a business fable but it's exactly what's happening in the dental office. Right. And I feel like it's relatable and it's fun. It's a fun read, I think. Yep. It's what you make it, you know? But I like to have fun. And, and this has helped the EOS system, the entrepreneur organizational system. That is where each team member, each department, has a leader because I always say well, the doctor's job is to inspect what he or she expects. And then they get to do their clinical dentistry. It's yeah. not about micromanaging. Dentists who are micromanaging, they're the ones that I, in my book, they're coming to me because they're attached to 10, 12 insurance contracts. Sure. Right. You know, just to, 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 I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, we can. I was going to point out when you talk about Gino Wickman that the book uh, and implementing EOS is uh, Traction, I believe is the name of that book, correct? Mm -hmm. yeah, fantastic book. It's it's one of the it's it's a top ten book. I think I have it on my shelf for sure. So, so this I'm book is this book is more down to earth, you know, and okay. I I feel like a team who doesn't consider themselves business owners they can relate to it. It's kind of like a story of a business, but exactly what's happening in a dental office to yeah. me. Let's talk about your website real quick. Um, dentalpracticesolutions.com. Fantastic uh, websites. Great information on here. One of the things that you have on your website is to schedule a no-cost recovery session. So I want to encourage our uh, audience to check that out. Uh, I believe it's right on the homepage. You'll find it when you scroll down. So do that. There's also the Take the Hygiene Challenge. Going to leave that a mystery for our audience to go check that out too. Um, Debbie, I know that you've got a ton of experience. You do amazing work. Um, obviously, you're not right for everyone and ever, everyone's right for you. So we always ask our guests this question. If you're looking for help and you want to reach out to, to Debbie, you want to reach out to someone else. Debbie, what are some questions that you recommend a dentist ask someone to help them with their hygiene department? So they're hiring an expert. What are What is a good way to vet them and, and find out if it's a good fit? 
when I first meet somebody, I want to know the first question I ask every dentist I work with, why does ABC Dental exist? Why do you want to be a dentist? Most dentists can't answer that question. And that Mm -hmm. I believe leads to burnout. So we do discover why they even exist. And therefore we can get the team to rally around, you know, why we're even doing this. And then patients do come because they understand why it's, it's a brand. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when they come to me, it's because their hygiene department is not productive. Sometimes they say, Oh, my hygiene department, they're always late. You know, patients are waiting 15, 20 minutes for their appointment. So Therefore, we need to stop cleaning teeth. We're doing a profanil. Right. right. Yeah. So, um, Debbie, uh, one more time, I'm going to ask the audience, check the website. Great free resources on there at dentalpracticesolutions.com. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Patrick. It's been a pleasure.